Hey everyone, before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to tell you about our sponsors, Riss and Cal, and the uh, Four Frills cell phone accessories. Um, you know, the holiday season is over, but don't, uh, you know, the holiday season is over, but that doesn't mean you still can't treat yourself in January. Absolutely. So uh, you can head on over to fourfrills.com slash shop. And they've got tons of cell phone accessories uh, that you can trick out. Maybe you got a new phone for Christmas and you're looking for the accessories to go along with it and you don't want to spend an arm and a leg. You can head on over. And Casey, if I'm not mistaken, our listeners get uh, a special promo, correct? Yeah, it's the same promo we've been running for a while, which is Beers, B-E-E-R-S. But you get 15% off your purchase. That's a pretty good deal considering the prices are already pretty low. I've been on the website a couple times, Matt. I love that LED speaker, the one that lights up. That's like my personal favorite. But they got charging cables over there. They got wireless um, or car chargers, wall chargers, a whole host of different things that you can get for your cell phones. And like you said, if you got a cell phone for Christmas or uh, something along those lines that you want to be able to accessorize, this is a great place to go. And you help support the show. So some profits from this go to help us, you know, keep going around and be in business, if you will, and, and keep being able to provide all that Disney content that you like. So definitely check it out. It's the number four P H R I L L S.com slash shop. Uh, find the stuff that you're looking for and use the coupon code beers, B E E R S at checkout. And you get that 15% off. All right, let's get uh, started with the show. Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Happy New Year! That was last night. <laughs> Technically, it's January 1st if you're listening to this on uh, release day. And I don't know about you, Matt, but just as a point of personal privilege, I feel like this is the... like. We can like it's really important to say we made it. I mean, this has been this has been a year, man. Like, and I, I know everyone listening to this knows this has been a year. We're not out of the woods yet by any means, but there's some light at the end of the tunnel, which is good. It feels good to start fresh. It feels good to start brand new. Here we are, 2021, and we thought it would be an amazing, amazing episode to talk about what is in store for the most magical place on earth. So what are we talking about today, Matt? Well, as any Disney fan knows, Disney World is celebrating its 50th anniversary. And yeah, woo! Uh, Which, I'll be honest, is a little bit mind-boggling because 50 really is not that old. And 50 is the new 40. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> or neither is 30 we're all we're all really young yes. um but but to think about something that feels like it's been around forever and yet it's only been around for 50 years i, th- I just think that's that's wild and yeah. um you know on the heels of the disney investor day where they pumped out all of the content that is coming to the streaming services and the theaters and all this other stuff i i think we, what got lost in that is there's some really great stuff coming to the parks as well this year that we really should be looking forward to. So we want to kind of talk about some of the stuff that's coming for that 50th year. Yeah. So Disney does anniversaries pretty big and especially milestone anniversaries like this. I was fortunate enough to be at the Magic Kingdom 
I want to say the day after they did the 45th anniversary five years ago or close to five years ago. Um, and, and, and they don't just do it for the day of, I mean, this is like a, a year long celebration or at the very minimum, it's, it's several months long. So, you know, they have t-shirts, special merchandise and stuff, but the milestone anniversaries like the 50th or like Disneyland's 60th five years ago, they pull out all the stops. And with, with Walt Disney world, it's not just about a new, um, you know, uh, event or a show or some merchandise they have been making for the last several years, major improvements in all of the parks to gear up for this. The problem is, is this year has caused a really big problem. COVID as we all know ha- affected, you know, hundreds of thousands of people's have, people have passed away. Even more have, have gotten, have gotten the disease. You know, it's, you know, the whole idea of gathering together for these events. I don't know about you, Matt, but I'm so socially distanced in my mind now that when I see even two people rel- relatively close together, it gives me anxiety. So when I Disney, watch movies now, I'm like, get away from that person. Yeah, Put like, your where's, mask your mask? <laughs> where's your mask? I know I'm the same way. It's crazy. So my point that I'm trying to make here is this, um, that has affected some of the plans and things that were rolled out a couple of years ago that were going to be in preparation for the 50th have either been scrapped or significantly rolled back. So I think it's important to take pause and, and just talk about some of the stuff that we are going to get in time for the anniversary, which will be October 1st. Yeah. And I know that in Florida, they've had a little bit easier time getting things back started because Florida has the state of Florida has allowed Disney World to open, whereas the state of California is keeping all theme parks closed. So there, you know, there there is work going on in all of the parks down in Florida, which does give me some hope that this kind of stuff is going to open on on time. Yeah, it, it, but but to that point though, it may open up on time. But you got to remember the 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 amount of money that they would have been pulling in to help fund some of this stuff has significantly scaled back some of the work that that they were going to do in order to to make it come to fruition. Some of the stuff at Epcot has gotten significantly scaled back. Um, you know, Hollywood Studios at this point is pretty much pretty much set. I mean, with the opening of Galaxy's Edge, it kind of has had its transformation, uh, and we'll have an episode on that coming up in the next couple of months. Um, you know, and then Animal Kingdom, it, it, you know, with Avatar, that's kind of where that's at right now. They're talking about some other stuff, but it won't be done by the time for the 50th anniversary. So really, where you're seeing some major changes, and really the park that needed it more than anything else was Epcot. Let's just be honest. Epcot it, has it been Epcot has been in just disarray and dysfunction for years, and so let's let me start there. We can go to Magic Kingdom last, but let's let's start with Epcot because they've got some some stuff that is awesome and some stuff that they've also pulled back that they're not going to be doing as well. Yeah, so I mean, the big thing that is coming that they've started to show pictures of the track is the Guardians of the Galaxy coaster, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, that. You know, they've been showing the ride vehicles. They've been showing the track. Um, if you follow the, the right Disney people on social media and that for sure is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the other one that is for sure happening is the Ratatouille ride, which is, I believe, just a carbon copy of what it is in the Paris Park. That's, That's going correct. into the France Pavilion. 
Um, so those are kind of the two big things. You know, there was a ton of other stuff announced, like a Spaceship Earth redo, and um, you know, there was a Moana attraction, and Mary Poppins was rumored to get an attraction, but all that has kind of been scaled back. Not from scaled what back, I can- canceled, canceled. The the Spaceship Earth attraction refurbishment was indefinitely postponed. Uh, Mary Poppins, they're they're um, they're taking, they're not doing that anymore. Uh, I don't know about the Moana walkthrough. I haven't heard. They've, haven't they've heard kind of just that. not said anything about all this. They just kind of mysteriously took it out of their promotional stuff. So, mm-hmm. and, and who knows what that means? Like, I mean, obviously, again, I, I have to give the caveat here. We, we are not insiders. We don't know people. This is, this is all just our thoughts and opinions on it based on just the limited knowledge we have. Like, I don't know if this is something that they're just putting on the back burner and saying, all right, when we're out of the pandemic and we uh, see what our numbers look like, we're going to ramp it back up. But a lot of times with stuff like this, when it gets canned, it, it, it goes away because new movies come out and new attractions get, uh, built and different things become popular or unpopular. And, and so, you know, who knows what'll be, what, what from that canceled stuff we get, but for sure. And I guess I want to focus on this kind of stuff more for sure. We're getting the gardens of the galaxy coaster and, uh, the, the Ratatouille ride. Yeah, absolutely. The Ratatouille ride, I think is, is almost like poised to reopen or to open, I want. I would venture to guess we're going to see it probably by by January or February. I mean, they're, they're, the the signs up. It's pretty close to to being ready at this point. I will also add too that there's some stuff that's already up and running right now that you know was introduced this year or or even late last year that in a lot of ways for a lot of people is going to be like something brand new. Um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Adventure over in Hollywood Studios or Runaway Railway. That opened yeah. up, believe it or not, like two weeks before Disney World closed in March. Oh, yeah. So, like, for a lot of people, that is, like, a brand new attraction because they'll be coming to that for the first time. Galaxy's Edge, while it opened um, in, in summer of 2019, it also then got its, um, you know, the, the, the uh, Rise of the Resistance came later that year. Again, for a lot of people, yourself included, it's a new land. You've never been to it. So, you know, that's like its own thing as well. And here's the funny thing about it. Um, The Galaxy's Edge over in Disneyland, completely side note, it opened in January of this year. It was only open for two months before everything closed down. It had only had 60 days really of runtime before, and they haven't ran it since. So it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, The other thing that I will say, the breaking news that is coming this year, they're bringing back the electrical water pageant to Walt Disney World as well. The water pageant, it's always been there. No, they're, they they just a big announcement that it's coming back that um that they they released a whole bunch of stuff that it's been gone and they're bringing it back I believe the twentieth of December. Well, I, maybe you mean it's been gone for COVID. I don't not from what I've read they said this no, has was, been kind of like it was there when I was there, it was there when I, when I was there in February. Well, well, I guess yeah. it's coming back from COVID then. They, it they, must have all been, yeah. That, that was a big deal. So that's coming. That's starting up again this year. I could see that. I could see that being probably from covid where you know they closed all entertainment down because they didn't want people gathering so i can see how that would be a big deal just it's a big i mean it's been around since the start of the park i mean let's be honest with you i mean it's, yeah. it, it it started when the park first started too so i mean that that's huge um you know as far as uh, other stuff at epcot real quick um like i said mary poppins got canceled there's also the um 
the uh, the the restaurant space two twenty. That'll be open yeah. up at time too, where you're you're supposed to be supposedly you go way up high and you eat restaurant above the earth, like two hundred twenty miles above the earth or something like that. Yeah, they're doing like a like a theming. Essentially, it's you know kind of juxtaposed to Mission Space, and so the idea is like you're in space, mm-hmm. um, and so they're gonna like have the windows be space, so it looks like you're not in Epcot in Florida, that you're above the earth millions of miles, and I, I, that's that's kind of cool. I mean, I, I'm I will say I'm not necessarily through the roof about that, but I'll definitely eat there. Yeah, absolutely. Now, the, the Guardians is- of the Galaxy coaster is the, is the thing that I am probably most excited about because that's going where Ellen's Energy Adventure was, which I don't know if any of you listeners have ever been on that ride, but that was the weirdest Disney attraction in the world. It was so <laughs> strange. Like, I, I don't think it's going to be nice. Yeah. Go ahead. It, it was it was just it was just strange. And it was like a 45 minute thing with Bill Nye, the science guy and Ellen. And they talked about energy and it it was strange. It It needed to go. I just think it's going to be nice to have Epcot's always been one of those parks where it's a beautiful park and I love the cultural diversity, but it's never been a park for me that has held my attention for an extended period of time. Like world showcase is fun and, and I love the American adventure pavilion and yeah, it's nice to drink around the world and, you know, get some good food. It's great for food. It's the best park for food. Oh yeah. World showcase though, or not world showcase future, uh, future world, the whole idea of the future land over there. It, 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 it's always lacked for as long as I've been alive. I mean, you go there for Soren because Soren's a kick butt ride. Um, they did build, uh, you know, frozen, you know, the frozen ride over in Norway, which again is a fun ride. Um, Spaceship Earth is one of those ones that I don't know about you, but when you're filling your fast passes out, you only get one of the tier one rides. Spaceship Earth, you always get like it's it's like it's the default fast pass. You do it because you get a fast wait, pass for it. Wait, oh yeah, yeah, Spaceship Earth. I, I thought you were like, wait, that's the one fast pass you do. I was like, what about Test Track? Oh, no, is the no, other no. one that's kind of no, your... but you can only do Test Track, yeah. or Soren or Frozen. So you pick one of those. So the game plan for me is always rope drop one of them, single yep. ride. To, so rope. What I'll usually do is rope drop Soren, <laughs> single ride, um, a single rider test track, and then fast pass uh, Frozen. And then you, you can know, kind of game. You can also kind of game the system where because the World Showcase opens up later, if you get there early enough, like rope drop right away, fast pass you can almost rope drop the world showcase and beeline to frozen as well. So yeah, th- there's you know how to game it. it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but they say, so then you get your three fast passes. So spaceship earth is almost by default, one of them. And then you've got like mission space, which just I, even the, the lesser of the two makes me sick to my stomach. So I don't really like that one all that much. Uh, so either. usually, usually I wind up with like living with the land or something like that. Which yes. is, a, this is a, It's kind of a fun attraction, but it's not, you know, so it's, I, it's good, right. My, my point that I'm trying to make is it's going to be nice to have another tier one attraction to where maybe they can, you know, stop with the tier stuff and just do fast passes or something. Um, yeah, the Moana, I mean, and, and I, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say the Moana uh, piece of it. I can't seem to find anything about whether they've scrapped any plans for that. I know it was a walkthrough, but I'm, I was actually kind of looking forward to kind of like a walkthrough garden with the, with the jumping fountains and stuff. I thought that would have been kind of fun. Well, this is something that's in a lot of the international parks where they, 
there, the attraction is not a line that you stand in. Like, so in Paris, I believe there's an Alice in Wonderland maze. Mm -hmm. And so you just like walk through it and you see things along the way. And so it, it, it's a nice way to kind of break up the mundane of, all right, we go stand in a line where you could walk into this attraction and okay, yeah, there's people around, but you can you don't you're not waiting in line for anything. You're seeing things, you're experiencing it. I, I like that change of pace, and I'm happy to see that Disney's bringing that domestically because I think that idea is really cool. Well, and they kind of have done started doing that with some of the festivals, like Festival of the Arts. You walk around, you're looking at you know they had when I was there in February, they had um, they had like uh, 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 cement art you know chalk art which was really cool you could walk around or you know there was just different things where it wasn't they were attractions but they weren't attractions like it was just it was a nice leisurely day and i think they're realizing that epcot's a great place but you got to spice it up with different stuff yeah um, and i will say while ratatouille is not my like all-time favorite movie i like the movie and I, i'm excited for the ride it's a ride i'm probably gonna go on yeah i am looking forward to it too i've heard great things about the one in paris so um, I want to shift gears before we go to Magic Kingdom, because you made a point earlier where you said the one that you're looking forward to most is the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. I bet there's another something coming that you're probably looking to forward to more. You just have to be able to afford it. And that is the Star Wars Hotel. <laughs> yes. I completely I mean... forgot about. I mean, I, I forgot that was even on the, the platter, the Galactic Star Cruiser. But apparently it is on track to be finished by the end of this year. I mean, I, I kind of blocked that one off because I think there's no way that I'm ever going to be able to get a reservation on that thing. <laughs> so um, for, for our listeners like... who don't, don't know what it is, um, basically imagine you're taking a cruise, except you're not going to the ocean. You're taking a cruise in outer space. It's a two night, all immersive, all inclusive experience where, Basically, you check in to a Galactic Star Cruiser, and then the cruiser takes off, and you're 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 blocked from the outside world. So the idea is, you are in outer space. You feel like you're floating in outer space. You look out your windows. It is there's there's no windows looking to the outside. It truly is, um, you know, you're looking to space, and then the, you'll you'll port, you'll dock uh, at on Batu where you'll go experience Batu. And, and all the stuff that that has to offer, it's all inclusive in that you are a character, you earn points and all this stuff, you earn credits, you have a cabin. I know they just released some of the images for the cabin a few few uh, weeks ago. It looks really cool. It looks really cool. But the cost on this thing, holy smokes. Have you, I mean, you've seen some of the estimates, right? I have. I honestly have just stayed away. I. 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 I tr when I say I truly have blocked this out, I truly have like blocked this out. Is like there's no way I'm going to be able to afford to do this. <laughs> oh my goodness! I think right now, from what what I'm hearing, um, this could start for a two night all inclusive cruise over three thousand dollars per person. Wow! I mean, so you and your wife go on this thing for two days, and it's six thousand dollars. I, I guess my my argument against that, and I, don't get me wrong, that 3300 3, awesome. <laughs> like that that sounds amazing. But for six thousand dollars, we can do how much can we do at the Walt Disney World World Resort? Right? We could stay at 
one of the nicest hotels for what four or five days plus get park admission plus eat at a fancy restaurant like so i i think my my thing with that is it sounds amazing but if i look at a cost analysis of it i go wait a minute i can get more bang for my buck by doing a bunch of other stuff rather than just this one thing and maybe that's why i'm not as excited about it yeah i'm with you i'm with you i mean it yeah okay fine you're getting the hotel you're getting the park admission to batu that's all you're getting you're getting all your food the six six thousand dollars that's pricey you know grand floridian which is one of their top end hotels you, you know you're, you're running about eight hundred dollars a night right so for five nights eight times five that's four grand your park tickets for both of you for five days is going to run you about a grand so now you're at five grand and there's no way you're eating five thousand dollars in food over five days. I mean that, no. like that. You know, you, you could probably get away with four hundred dollars in food over five days if you really wanted to do it cheap, or if you wanted to live it up, probably eight hundred dollars. So there you are. You've got a five day, uh, five day um, experience at Walt Disney World for the same price that you're getting for two days at this hotel. Again, if you're a diehard Star Wars fan and you've always wanted to live the adventure, by all means, I, I'm not going to take away from your fun. I, I don't foresee myself ever going to this thing. Um, now, now, with that said, if someone wanted to invite your favorite podcasters on their trip, <laughs> um, we are happy to yes. come. Um, we'll even let you on the pod. More than happy. Uh, we we are great guests. Um, yes. You know, we're very clean. Uh, <laughs> well, I am. I don't know about, I mean, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I, 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 again, more power to you. If this is your thing, um, again, who am I to judge what are people's favorite things? But me personally, $3,300 for a two night thing. I just, I don't see the value there. I really don't myself, but I guess it's awesome to have a ton of time for the, for the, for the 50th. Oh, absolutely. And I guess to tie a bow on this, I think part of the reason why we don't see it as worth it is because we are not just Star Wars fans. We are Disney, Pixar, all these other fans. So yeah. if if I'm if I was just a Star Wars fan, I'll be honest, maybe that's more worth it. But because I'm like, wait a minute, I want to go ride all those other rides, too, because I love those characters. I think that's why it doesn't seem like as much to me. So, yeah, I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. All right. Let's so, transition over to Magic yeah. Kingdom then. Um, so um, there's a couple things that are getting like this is worth um, mentioning. There's a couple things that are getting pa- facelifts. So mm-hmm. like new paint job on It's a Small World. The yeah. Rivers of America. Um, uh, if you are a theme park nut that likes to know how like tracks are, they've actually drained the river yeah, right now to be have. repaired. So yeah. you can see the track and it's re- kind of interesting to be honest with you. But the 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 big thing that's opening in Magic Kingdom is in Tomorrowland. And Casey, what is that? That is Tron Light Cycle. I am so pumped about this. I remember when Shanghai got this and I watched videos, POV videos of it, and how jealous I was that Shanghai had this. And I never thought we would ever see it. Now, I remember when they announced this for Magic Kingdom, there was a big to-do about where it was going to go because we thought that it was going to go they were going to replace um the cars the 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 race track, the, the, no no that's that's disneyland uh, uh, tomorrow oh, yeah Speedway. yeah Tomorrowland oh, tomorrow because it's it smells it's hot it just seems really old-fashioned but no they they didn't it's it's there it's 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 going to be kind of built around it um i i'm pumped about this i i 
I love Tron. Um, I like Tron Legacy more than the original Tron. Legacy was just an amazing movie. In fact, I saw it in that order. I saw Tron Legacy first, then went back and watched the original Tron. Um, and, you know, the idea of being in the world of the computer, you know, that has resonance even now. We were just talking offline before we even started Wreck-It Ralph, the world of the computer, the world of the video game. You know, people have that fantasy, and this gives them a chance to live out that fantasy with you know, one of the biggest elements of the movie. And so that's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm so pumped for that. And really just, an, it's another thing in Magic Kingdom that will eat a bunch of people. And so ideally, that's going to make wait times for other stuff less. Do you think with the addition of Tron, because this has been talked for a while, do you think they'll go to a tiered fast pass system in the Magic Kingdom? I don't know because I think, okay, like to me, what are my tier one attractions? You got, you would have Tron, you would have Space Mountain, you would have Big Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain, uh, For some um, people, Haunted Seven Mansion, Dwarves. I think could be. Seven Dwarves, yeah, Haunted Mansion, Seven Dwarves. So I, I think there's so many. I think the, the reason that, that they don't have to do tiered fast passes at Magic Kingdom is because, okay, if I choose three things, Splash Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, Space Mountain, I still have to wait in line for Haunted Mansion, uh, Pirates mm-hmm. of the Caribbean, Space Ranger Spin, Tron. Uh, like, there's still so much to do. The, the idea of the tiered system, which is which why Epcot has to do it, because if I took, did my three fast passes, which would obviously be Soren, Test Track, Frozen, I'm done with the three major rides in an hour and a half. Yeah. And now I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Well, now I'm going to go back and I, I'm going to leave. They want to keep you in the park. I, I think there's just so much to do at Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom that I don't think they need to go to a tier. They can just do the three. Yeah. Although, I mean, they very well could do like an ABC tier too. I mean, I could see them breaking up the the attractions at Magic Kingdom into, you know, your A tier is, you know, if I think about the, the, the ride that fetches the most fast passes is Seven Dwarves and then, you know, of course, Tron. So you put those into tier, you get either Seven Dwarves or Tron. You don't get both. And then you go down to a tier, you know, your your second tier, your tier B, which would be your Space Mountain, Splash Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, um, would probably, and maybe Peter Pan's Flight, to be honest with you, that would probably be your tier four or tier two. And then tier three would be everything else. And you get one from A, one from B, one from C. You know, I could see them doing something like that. I don't know. But to your point, there's still, there's so much other stuff. Magic Kingdom's a park that takes you two days. I mean, if you're not doing, if you're not taking two days to get through Magic Kingdom, you're doing it wrong. Just, oh yeah, I mean, just be honest. I mean, I would argue even with, I mean, again, this is personal, but with Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, I could probably stretch it out into three days, oh, partly because there's stuff in Magic Kingdom that I'd be willing to do twice. Yeah, absolutely. So here's the big question: Do you plan to go down there for 2021? I don't have set plans, but I, I. I probably I'm going to try to at least, even if, even if honestly it is a like fly in, fly out like one night or even a crazy, like get a 5.00 AM flight and get there early and get a 11 PM flight out and make a huge day of it. I, I feel like I, got so on that one. I could not do that. Holy smokes, man. Here's the one thing of, of, um, of oh, why man. I think that would be doable. So, um, 
uh, sadly, I went, I did that uh, one time for a funeral I had to attend down in Georgia. And, but going through an airport with no luggage is really simple. Like I just got on a plane. Get one of those like spirit airline flights down there, no luggage, get on the plane, get, take an Uber over to the park, go to the park, take an Uber back and then hop with the red eye back is more or less what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, that, dude, oh. don't get me wrong. That's not my ideal. Oh, my stomach hurts just thinking about that's, that. That's I got tired stomach right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's not my ideal, but if it came down to where it's like, I really don't have time to take a two, three, four day vacation, I'd take that over nothing. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. 100%. I mean, I, I've, I've oftentimes thought... This this is back when I worked when I still worked for Disney where I would think to myself, man, if I had the money, I could grab a quick flight down there right now, spend two days down there with my with my main gate pass and come back. But I just didn't have the money for the flight in the hotel because even a cheap flight in hotel, you know, for two days, you know, you're still looking at four hundred bucks. I mean, it's still a you know yeah. if you do it, you know. But I, yeah, one of the things you know, obviously, we're not we're not employed by Disney anymore, so we don't have our main gate passes. So costs do dramatically go up. Let's be very honest. Um, I've actually, I'm, I've already got it in my head. I'm when they start allowing people to buy annual passes again, um, that is something that I'm going to look into as an annual pass for myself and Nate. And then that will force us to make use of it at least twice a year. So, yeah. you know, I, I think, I think there's some value there, but you got to be able to plan it out and, you know, not working for the Walt Disney company anymore. You lose the perk, but at the same time, you're also not blacked out from going during the times that you want to go. Like I want to go during the holidays this year yeah. or next year, you know? So, but yeah, I think the big thing is, and this is very personal, but uh, right, right now I'm unemployed. Yeah. Um, and so um, it's hard to think about a Disney trip when <laughs> I'm not, I don't have a job. I should probably get a job first and then plan my Disney yeah, vacation. Usually helps. <laughs> it usually helps. Yes, absolutely. So one more thing I, we do have to call out before we get, we get going. They did make two other improvements that have had some mixed reviews on Disney platforms. Uh, earlier in the year, they repainted Cinderella Castle in this yes. new, new shade. Um, I know we put a poll up in the group many, many months ago. I personally like the new look. I heard it looks better in person than it does in the pictures, but I think it definitely stands out more. I love the gold. I love the blue. I think that dark blue looks really good. And then along the lines of that dark blue, they also just finished painting the archways that go into Disney World. So if you've ever been to Disney World, you know what we're talking about. The ones that you go under where Mickey and Minnie are, you know, standing there and they're saying, you know, welcome to the most magical place on earth. Um, And then when you leave, they say, see you real soon. They've painted that blue um, to match the blue of the spires in the Cinderella castle. And I think they also just painted the, um, the, uh, the gates or the, the, the parking the parking structures or whatever when you go into the magic kingdom uh, ticket and transportation area as well yeah they, they're definitely giving a lot of like minor facelifts all around the park is from what i've read which is a good thing like it's definitely necessary the other thing that i saw and this was actually a funny thing that happened this was a disney faux pas um the boardwalk is getting um a new water slide it, mm-hmm. There was this like clown water slide that they're taking down and then they're putting in a Mickey Mouse theme. They're calling it the Keister Coaster. Okay. And so they put up the wall that like, um, you know, is saying, here's what's coming. It's the Keister Coaster. And they spelled Keister wrong. Oh, okay. That's interesting. <laughs> so, I had heard about the replacement of the water slide. I didn't hear about that. That's crazy. Yeah. 
So uh, that that was a faux pas that went around uh, Disney Twitter uh, the other day, and it was just a very funny. Uh, I, I think the name Keister Coaster is just really clever cause, for yeah. a water slide because yeah, yeah, you're. I heard you're the going clowns around. scared people. So oh yeah, yeah. it was a terror. Well, clowns are scary. So um, yeah, well, are you um, one of those? Are you one of those? Really? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I let me let me back off that a little bit. Um, um, I I don't think clowns are the worst thing in the world, but. I, I don't think there's many times where I am I am like walking around or at an event where I'm like, you know what this event could use? A clown. <laughs> That's funny. And you know what's really funny about it? I mean, when you think about like Disney animated cartoons, they're they don't have a whole I don't there's not a lot of clowns. I mean, you got the clown from Toy Story. That's the only clown I can yeah. think of in Disney. Am I missing a clown? I don't you're right. They don't use clowns a whole lot. No, oh. I, I, I don't think so. Because because I, I think clowns aren't really a thing that has entertained children for a while now. Like that's yeah. not something like the, the whole cliche of like clown at your birthday party. I don't know the last time that any kid has had a clown at their birthday party. <laughs> well, I know Disney was not a huge fan. Mr. Disney himself, Walt, was not a fan of like the idea of a circus in his parks. He was really, really heck, heck bent on that. Uh, same with like Ferris wheels and stuff. He wasn't a big fan of Ferris wheels. That's why it's ironic. There's a big giant Ferris wheel in, in California adventure, but that's time. That's a story for another time. Bartender <laughs> saying it is time to get out of here. I think the, the bartender saying, of, stop talking about clowns. <laughs> yeah. Right. Seriously. Um, no, I think at the end of the day, you know, we're looking forward. It's, 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 it's a new year, 50th anniversary, 1971. You know, everyone's looking for where they can find the light at the end of the tunnel. And I think that, um, you know, Disney for a lot of people is that light. I think people are waiting to do their trips and this is the year to do it. I think it's going to be pretty awesome. So, all right. Um, how do they get a hold of us, Matt? You can email us beers and ears, 1928 at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. Uh, you can find us on all the social media channels, Facebook, uh, beers and ears podcast join up on that group twitter and instagram at beers ears 1928 we've gotten lots of new followers on instagram so shout out to all of you out there that are following us on instagram and uh new episodes every tuesday and friday uh we are coming up on our one year anniversary here in a couple months can you believe it's almost been it's one year crazy it's crazy we just spent just got done planning out all of our episodes up through episode number 101 so uh yeah this is insane to me that we're, yeah. we're that we've been doing this for almost a whole year yeah and as always please rate and review us uh please tell your friends about this podcast if you're a disney fan and you like listening to us i'm sure you know other disney fans let them know about this podcast we really appreciate it absolutely all right everybody let's raise our glasses this episode has been on us and we will see you again real soon bye-bye bye everyone <laughs>